Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast. We're your hosts, Brooke and Farron, and we are in the final episode of our author mini-series this fall 2023. We featured seven authors, and today we have our final author on, Betsy Adams. Welcome back to the show, I should say. Thank you, Brooke. It's good to be here. Well, for those of you who don't know, this is my mommy. <laughs> do I call you Brooke on this, or do yes. I call you Mrs. Witty? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So... Mom, Betsy, we've had you on a few times before this. We've had you on about parenting, about specific to praying and your method of diligent prayer with your note cards. And we'll link all these episodes. We had you on also in our other mini-series, our author mini-series that we featured with Tara Lee Cobble and some other friends. Yes. So we have you back on. You always have me in the best of company. I love that. Well, you know, you're the common denominator (laughs) there. So it's great having you. And it's fun because now we're just sitting here. Chatting like we usually do. Yeah. Riding in a car or at yes. Starbucks together. We just spent all day in the car we together. Did. We did. We sure did. And that's why we're doing this right now because I've got you trapped. That's can't right. Say no. I can't get out of it. For those of you who don't know, she hates talking in front of people. So I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> Thank you. Brooke. Let me let me even, help you. <laughs> even though we're not in front of people, there are people out there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, can, they can hear you. It's going to be fine. So yeah. we are here today to talk about your latest book, yes. which... The, it's currently, you can buy it right now on Kindle, but then it officially releases in paperback. What date? December 11th. Oh, <laughs> so if you're listening right now when this is live, you can go get it. And if you're listening to it after, well, good luck. I'm just kidding. It's, right. a, it's on Amazon. It's, it, it <laughs> it's is on Amazon. <laughs> it is there waiting yes. for people to see it. Okay, so what would you, your book is called... Pray, what do I say? Mm-hmm. And it's a 21-day devotional for kids. So this is kind of like what you did with your previous book, Saved Now What? So would you say it's a sequel, or what's going on there? Um, part of a, a sequel series, I don't know. They kind of go together. Um, saved Now What? was kind of for kids when they're first saved or first make a profession of faith. Yeah, like It was kind of like the Christians. next step, steps, mm-hmm. young new Christians. What do I do now that I'm saved? And prayer is such a big part of life after salvation and I just realized hey I need to say a few things about (laughs) prayer I might have a thing or two to say okay I like that so your first book was saved now what do I do but Mm -hmm. then you realized after talking with people hearing concerns of parents me I'm concerned parent (laughs) but other people just in general we have noticed on the podcast too with our listeners it's hard to know what to pray about, mm-hmm. what, what should I or shouldn't I say, do I need to base everything off scripture, or what do I do, and you address it perfectly in your 21-day devotional. So would you, would you still say this is for young, new Christians, or? Well, I think it's, it's for children ages 6 to 12, but the hope is if an older sibling is reading with them, or if parents are reading with them, that a conversation around prayer takes place, which helps everybody learn more about prayer. And how easy it is and how important it is. That's what I also like about this. It's kind of like whenever you go to read the Bible stories to your kids and then you realize, oh, wow, I didn't realize that or I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're breaking down the scripture you're using, yes. it's, it's very much helping the parent too. And I know a lot of sometimes hangups would be, well, I don't know how to teach them about prayer. I'm just one me. I don't know. <laughs> but really, anyone can do this. All yes, you have to do just is read through it, crack read it open. Children. So, mm-hmm. what what would you look? What would it look like if I opened day one or day seven? What does that even look like? Well, in this particular book, I start with the Lord's Prayer, and I talk to kids about, hey, Jesus tells us how to pray um, in Scripture. So, I start with the Lord's Prayer and go through each part of that, and then the second half of the book is applying that to their lives. So. 
in these books or in the books that I've written so far, it's a, a chance for parents and kids to talk. Older kids could do it by themselves. Younger kids probably need a parent, but the whole point is to get conversation going, talking about prayer, thinking about prayer. Um, and then there's a journal piece, which is what I love, because this is where children can actually apply or write down something that has to do with the lesson or the devotional for the day. And then it makes a great keepsake or a great journal of the growth of a child with their prayer life. So walk us through a typical day of the devotional. Okay. If, let's say we're on day whatever okay. you want to do. Um, what, do. What is it? You don't have to give an exact example, oh but no. what, it, what does it kind of look like? The first part, usually I start with just a little blip. I mean, most of them are very short, uh, kid-friendly. The language is very kid-friendly, and so there are several sentences. It might be a paragraph. It might be just several sentences uh, that talk about the topic, and then there's scripture that goes with it. And then on the, other, the next page, they're kind of a two-pager, you have something to talk about, so it gives you a talking prompt. And then something to write about, so it gives you just a, a writing prompt that dealt with the topic, and then something to do. So it gives you an application piece. It gives the kids something to do after they've read about it. And in this particular book, a lot of the somethings to do are prayer guides or prayer prompts. How can you pray What do you today? mean by that? So example, in the beginning, I'm trying to tell children, I want them to know prayer is just as easy as having a conversation with your favorite person. And so what would you do when you're talking with your favorite person? You'd say, hi, so-and-so. So the very first one just talks about waking up each morning and saying, hi, God, letting them know, hey, I'm here, God. I know you're there. Let's start this day together. And that it's just as easy as having a conversation with your friend or your parent. Yeah, I think the idea of prayer seems really out there or depending on how you grew up mm -hmm. sometimes the only way you could talk to God was through another person depending on your yes, background or yes. it just seemed like it didn't do anything so whatever your predisposition is to prayer this book will not only help your kid kind of recalibrate but you too mm -hmm. which was really neat hopefully, I like that hopefully so it's prayer has just always been something I have been comfortable with I've just always prayed and I grew up in a family where I saw prayer so that's what makes it, I, it just seems, it's comfortable I, with, for me. And I want it to be comfortable for kids. The more I'm around kids, the more I hear statements and thoughts about how they don't know what to say. Or when you pray at the dinner table and they're kind of like, they don't know what to say. Thanks for the butterflies. Yes. <laughs> they want kids to know that's okay. Yeah. You say whatever you want. I heard a story once about a grandfather who heard his child, a grandchild praying, probably a four-year-old. And she prayed the alphabet, dear God, A, B, C, D, and she finished. And he asked her, so what were you praying? And she said, well, I don't really know what to say, so I just gave God all the letters and knew he could put it together. Oh, that's I so good. I love that. <laughs> I love that because we don't always know what to say. Um, but God knows our hearts. And whether we're children or adults, God hears our hearts. And he responds to that. Oh, well, that and that story just kind of made my eyes sweat just a little bit. That's so cute because isn't that the hope for your kid once yes. they cross the line of faith? Just just talk to them. You can tell them anything you want. I think so. That confidence. Yeah. That confidence that he's listening and that he will take your letters or your words yeah. and, and honor it. Yeah, um, and that's biblically backed as yes, well. Yes, it is. The Bible tells us God listens when we pray. And I think that's one of the big things I want kids to know. Yeah. God listens. And the Holy Spirit intervenes. So even yes. if you're like, oh, I don't even know yes. what I need right now, but that's you do. That's way out there. But yes, the Holy Spirit <laughs> takes our words and, and 
you know, works them out for us. He takes the A, B, C, D yes. and makes them into our, uh, our heartfelt prayers. I love that. So what are a couple of points from your book that you really want to drive home to either the parents or grandparents listening? Because probably six-year-olds are not listening to this podcast <laughs> right now. But the parents know. of them are yes. the grandparents or the aunt or the coach, the teacher. What are a couple of takeaways that either the parent or the adult is going to get and what the kid's going to get as well? I think I start, well, I do start the book with prayer is one of the most important things we can do. And I really believe that. I believe we have to be a praying people. And I want kids growing up confident in being able to talk to God. So I think it's one of the most important things we can do. And I want them to know that it's easy and it's unique to them. That prayer is powerful. It has a purpose and it's personal. It is unique to them. So in one of the... the Devotionals, I say, just be you. Talk how you talk. Mm-hmm. Say what you think. All we're doing is saying what we think. And God takes it and listens. It's just simply pay. And then, you know, another part of prayer, we do a lot of talking, but in any conversation, you have to also listen. So part of it talks about how to, how to listen to God, that prayer is a two-way conversation. And we can talk, and then it's just quiet and pay attention to what you're thinking and hearing, and that, that that's when God speaks. Okay, I have, an, I have a piggyback question off of that. So let's say my kid's praying, and then they're, they're supposed to listen. How do you <laughs> coach them? That's hard for a kid, isn't it? It's hard for, it's hard for it's anyone. Hard for any so us, yes. do you just, like, crickets? Or what would you do to encourage uh, being still in the silence or still listening in the silence? What would you say to the person who's really struggling to hear? You know, that is hard, and we all probably do that differently. But when I think about prayer and talking, the listening part is just paying attention, paying attention. And so generally, I've said in the book, think about what you just told God, or just keep thinking. Think about what you just said to him. What did he want the outcome? Why did you say it? What were you feeling? And just kind of sit there and think about it. I just told God I was worried about my upcoming soccer game. Huh. Well, I've been practicing. You know, you start getting, I just feel like you start getting nudges and the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you um, if you'll sit and listen. So the best way I know how to say it is to think about what you just told God and mm-hmm. kind of, hey, I just told him this. Why did I tell him that? wonder what he has to say about it and just go mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. And it, it, it takes practice. It takes doing it. Just like when you have a conversation with a new person for the first time. Sometimes it's a little... Shaky. It can be clunky. Yeah. That's okay. But the more time you spend in prayer, the more comfortable you're going to be. I like that. And you and I were recently talking about how a lot of people are wondering, well, how do I know it's God talking back to me? How do I know if it's really him? And we talked about how, well, whenever, if you called me on the phone and you're like, hey, Brooke, I'm not going to go, who's this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your mother? like Betsy who? Who do your yes. your mom. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I know. I've, I talk to you all the time. Mm-hmm. So I know your voice because I talk and listen and I recognize it. So the more... We spend time together. Yeah, we and spend that's time a, together. That's what prayer is and that's what reading the Bible is. That's what mm-hmm. the spiritual disciplines are, spending time with God. Mm-hmm. And scripture tells us he knows our voice and we will know his voice. It just takes practice and time and being willing to do it. 
So as you're, this is not on the, on the questions I sent you. So I'm going off script. No, no. Yay. <laughs> so if my kid is working through this 21 day devotional, what can I be doing as a parent besides reading and talking about it? Like, what can I be doing on my end? Maybe just either with me and God or me and God talking about my kid. What, what do we do there? I think one of the things I say that parent for parents, one of the best things you can do is let your kids hear you pray and see you pray. Um, so what does that look like? And it, it could be anything from prayer at the dinner table to morning prayers, evening prayers, or a child gets in the car upset after school. Hey, let's talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big things I want kids to know is they can pray anytime, anywhere. They can pray when they're riding their bicycle. They can pray when they're making cookies with their mom. They can pray right before a test. They can pray themselves to sleep. Um, but as a parent, I think modeling it is one of the best things you can do. And if you're not comfortable with it yourself or good at it, well, I mean, there's no really good at it or not. Yeah, there's not it's a gold star either. To God. <laughs> if you're not comfortable with it, then do it. Do it privately Yeah. until you're more comfortable with it. I mean, it. that's like with anything. That's with lear- like learning how to lift weights. That's right. It's yeah. really hard to do a power clean if you've never done one. But after you do it several times, mm-hmm. oh, Oh, this is easy. Power clean is now my favorite Olympic lift, <laughs> which is crazy. So it's just one of those things. It, Yeah, it might be awkward at first, but is in, isn't everything? <laughs> and it's totally okay to say, hey, I don't usually pray out loud. So, you let's know. Do this, this is, together. Let's do it together. Let's learn together. And hopefully the prayers and the prompts of something to do, hopefully the prayers um, that I've just given you examples for will help both mm-hmm. parents and kids so think about it. What's an example of the something to do? So, so what was the first point that you do every day? Um, something to talk about. Okay, and that is based off of the little mm-hmm. Devo in the scripture. Yes, yes. And it gives you an actual question. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the next part would be write about. Something to write about. And, and then something to do. So I, I, ta- I discuss with you or mm-hmm. with God or who? With the something to talk about. My goal maybe is generally with a parent or an adult or a friend. Okay. Um, so you mainly, could even so like you're having, kid CG, yes, kid, kid it'd home be group. Great for um, okay. Sunday school class. That's an old fashioned term, <laughs> isn't it? You said it, CG. Um, small groups, a good friend, two 12 year olds sitting and going through this book together would okay. be really cool. Um, so, yes, that's something to talk about maybe with another adult. So in that's life. also biblical community in a way yes. as well. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, and then the something to write about is more of personal introspective. Mm-hmm. So now as in what, what, what would it so ask? I me? could give you, let me give you an example okay. of it, one of the days. Let's do it. Um, I mean, the Lord's prayer starts out, you know, our father who art in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so it gets to day three and it's talking about heaven. So there's a Devo, some information about heaven, some scripture so the something to talk about is what do you think heaven will look like? Yeah. And that's just a fun conversation to have. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Just what do you think heaven will look like? And then the something to write about, I mean, in the, the devotional, we talk about how beautiful heaven's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be the most, in the new earth, the most beautiful, perfect place. No smog, no anything. <laughs> um, so the something to write about for this one is, Write some words or draw a picture of the most beautiful place you've seen. Ooh. So um, it's just fun to think about what places kids have seen that they think is really mm-hmm. cool or beautiful. And, of course, then talking about heaven's going to be so much better. Yeah. And then the something to do for this one was, hey, this week look for amazing things in the heavens and thank God for them. Like the stars, a rainbow, a funny-shaped cloud. And then it, the prayer prompt says, 
hi, God, and thank you for the warm sun. Yeah. So those are just examples um, of the something to think about during the day mm-hmm. or the week. What I really like about it is everything was not intimidating at all. Everything you just said. Because I know when we address this topic of prayer, you have to, it's, it feels so formal and intense. <laughs> and it has to be this and this. And I have this vision in my head of what it's supposed to look like. But really, hey, God, thanks for the sun. Mm-hmm. That's, That's how really simple nice. it can be and yeah. how personal it can be. You're uncomplicating the way that it has been ingrained in us or if you're new to the so. faith. That is the hope. And which someone, is nice. You know, you grow, some of us have grown up, grown up in an environment where prayer was very formal. And that's not what it has to be. It mm-hmm. does not have to be formal. It can be, and there's a time and place for that. But for kids, I just want them to know they can talk to God anytime, anywhere, about anything. And that the little things are important to God and the big things are important to God. So he's going to listen and he's going to respond. Now, he may not always respond the way they're expecting, but Mm -hmm. I think that's half the fun. With prayer, is just seeing how God is going to respond or what is going to come of this conversation. At the end of this 21-day devotional, what are some things that these children will walk away with? Or even the parent, what are they going to walk away with? I think what I would like is a new confidence A confidence in um, the fact that they can talk to their heavenly father, a perfect father who cares about them. So confidence in prayer um, and just the power of prayer that it's important to do. We can pray for ourselves. We can pray for others. We can pray for situations. um, But it's powerful. And I want them to know it's in their hands. They can do it. Mm -hmm. They don't have to. Their parents don't have to do it for them. Yeah. It's it's, something they can do, and God promises to listen. I love that. It still blows my mind that we get to talk to the same Mm -hmm. God that parted the Red Sea for Moses. Isn't that the truth? Same guy. We get to to talk to him, too. I wish I put that in my book. (laughs) Well, you better make another one, I I think I will. (laughs) I mean, I think that is a great example, Brooke, of what kids need to know. You get to talk to the God who parted the Red Sea. That is so cool. Who made the walls of Jericho <laughs> fall. You yeah. Know? He, we are talking to the same God. Yeah. Um, in the Old Testament. And, that, well, and, and that's the same son that stood still. What? Yes. What? Yes. I mean, it just is mind-blowing for me. <laughs> I and love that it. happened as, with a conversation with God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think there should be a boldness in our prayers, too. A confidence. But a boldness. That I can ask God for what I think I need or what's important or talk to him about what's bothering me, and he's going to help me out. Trust him with the rest. He's right. It Mm -hmm. may not be what I think the answer is going to be. It may not turn out the way I thought Mm -hmm. it was going to. But we have a faithful God who loves us, and however it turns out is his perfect plan. Yes, I've heard recently that if you knew all the things that God knew, you you wouldn't change his plan at all. You wouldn't ask for anything different because he knows all the moving parts. So are you sure you want that? You don't know what you need. Let me help you. I love that you're asking for that, but... That, and that's where our, that's part of our faith. That's where our faith comes in. We trust God because he has been faithful from the very beginning and will be faithful to the very end. And I get to talk to him anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Wow, I could talk about prayer all day. I love this. This (laughs) And I I do talk to them about how it's important maybe to have a steady time of prayer if you can. That's hard for kids. It's hard for adults. Everybody brushes their teeth. Mm -hmm. That's just it. I I think I may have said you can do it when you're brushing your teeth maybe (laughs) or riding your bike or whatever. But that special designated time is great. Do it. But talk to them anytime. Yeah. Don't don't think you can only talk to them in the morning or at night. Yes. And he promises, that's Jeremiah 33, 3, calling to me. 
Um, and he says, I will tell you great and mighty things. Mm-hmm. Don't we want to know the great and mighty uh, yeah, things let me God's call going to tell us? <laughs> I mean, we are missing out by not taking advantage of this gift he has given us. And I if mean, the goal is to grow the relationship, you can't have a relationship with someone you don't talk to. Or right. if you don't, if they're talking, you're not listening. I, I would not call that a relationship. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about growing the relationship. One last question before we close the interview. Is there a final word of encouragement to the listeners out there about your devotional, what it can do, any, or about prayer in general? Do you have any final words of encouragement for us? Let's pull the just do it attitude. <laughs> I did have a review come in um, for the book, which um, touched me in a special way, in a unique way, but it's so true. Um, the person was talking about when you purchase this book or when you teach your kid to pray, when you're going through and praying with your kid, you're investing in eternity. Yes. And what better thing to do as a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, uncle, friend, than to invest in the eternity of the kids around you. Because we are talking to an eternal God. Really good ROI. And I thought that was a be- <laughs> I think that's hit me more than anything else. Is yeah. We're investing, investing in our kids' eternity by teaching them how to talk to the God, the Almighty God, mm-hmm. um, who is faithful and who we get to spend eternity with. So that one kind of hit home as a really special yeah. um, review. Well, has everyone, <laughs> has everyone added it to their carts already? <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. So where can, we, where can we find your book? I know we've mentioned Amazon, mm-hmm. but for fun, where could people get, I know you have the other devotional too, Saved mm-hmm. Now What? Yes. And you have Pray, What Do I Say? Where can we find those? Both of those right now are on Amazon. On um, demand. You can, you can find on Amazon. I have a website, but it will just link you to Amazon. Um, so that is the best place, unless you're buying bulk, and Ingram Spark does that. So right. that's a whole other issue. Yeah, so if you are a children's minister, or you know of one, and y'all are looking for resources, or if you have a church shop, this would be, Ingram Spark would be the, mm-hmm. the best place to mm-hmm. go do that, and then you could buy in bulk. And then Amazon, if you're just aunt, uncle, grandparent, mom, dad, right. sister, whoever. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Instagram. You can find me most What's often your on Instagram. What's that um, handle? At Betsy Adams Author. Betsy Adams Author. Okay, and your website? Uh, BetsyAdamsAuthor.com. Wonderful. There I am. Quite the brain buster. <laughs> be really hard to find you. We'll link everything, guys. We'll link both of the devotionals. We'll link her website, her Instagram, all the things. Well, thank you, Betsy, for <laughs> coming you, on the, for coming on the show today, and we hope to have you on again. Oh, that would be fun. It's been my pleasure. Next book. Next thank book. Thank you. <laughs>